Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to the next in the series from Two Script Guys. My name is John, and I'll be your host this afternoon. Two Script Guys is an ongoing discussion of creativity and screenwriting and writing uh, conducted by uh, the Two Script Guys here on TalkShoe. <clears throat> We're here every Sunday at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's now 1.35. Uh, we all... Uh, we extend the offer to everybody to join the conversation. Uh, the number, the dial-in number is 724-444-7444. And the call ID number is 110096. You have to join TalkShoe and get a pin, but that's just the way it goes. Um, this is a conversation. So if you have questions about screenwriting, you can either contact us here on Sundays or you can contact John at two script guys. That's T W O script guys at gmail.com. Or you can call my dial in number. I can find it real fast. Here we go. Uh, my dial in number, which is 626-548-8319. And you can leave a message and I'll get right back with you. So Again, welcome to Two Script Guys. This week's topic is, I'll get to it, has Hollywood finally killed the screenwriter? And we'll take a quick look at this. This was actually an extraction from an article by Paul Late, written in April of 2010, and he wrote it to whatculture.com. Whatculture.com. He writes that just a handful of great screenwriters have, that have worked in Hollywood have created magical cinematic moments, iconic characters, memorable dialogue, to both critical and commercial success. But are such brilliant writers becoming a dying breed in Hollywood? Are they brutalized victims of a nefarious oligarchy run by corporate accountants and mean counters with a creative bone in their bodies? Well, perhaps. One of the points that he makes is gone is the lonely, whiskey-saturated artist. Gone is the representation of humanity delivering comedy and tragedy from his or her soul. Gone are the human cigarettes smoking a thousand coffin nails while hammering out their masterpieces at the typewriter. The artist screenwriting is on a life support machine and is headed for Flatline City. The screenwriter has been slain, murdered, and replaced by Join the Dots committee product churned out by countless producers, executive producers, associate producers, and an army of techno geeks. Have the machines finally won and terminated the screenwriter? Is Hollywood guilty as charged? Mr. Late says yes, I say no. Although I will say, and a caveat to this, is when I teach screenwriting, I do tend to teach the methodologies as prescribed by other writers in the past that 
spend most of your time on the first 10 pages. Write roles to, to attract movie stars. Write economically. Make sure every character has a unique voice and understand your audience and know the three-act structures or eight-act structure, depending on which film school you went to, um, and know the structure and know how it works for you. And be aware of theme and keep it consistent in all the other things that are taught in all screenwriting classes. But I don't think that Hollywood has finally killed the screenwriter, although there is evidence to support that. So let's talk about particularly the 80s and 90s. Uh, there was a movie produced called The Player in 1992, illustrating Hollywood of the 80s and 90s, <coughs> and encapsulates this argument correctly. A struggling writer who is played by Vincent D'Onofrio is murdered by a Hollywood producer, Griffin Mill, played by Tom Ro Tim Robbins, in a rage because the said writer is, accuses him of rating commerciality over quality product. The producer even goes as far as screwing, marrying the writer's wife, and becoming head of the studio. But ironically, the 80s and 90s was a golden era for the screenwriter in terms of commercial gain with big players such as Joe Esterhaus and Shane Black being paid enormous sums for ultra-commercial movies such as Lethal Weapon and Basic Instinct. But Lethal Weapon and Basic Instinct were two movies that came out of their imagination and were produced. So let's take a look at that. Um, the Lethal Weapon was a subject that was sorely missing from big-budget Hollywood movies. Um, you know... It had it, the way Shane Black wrote it was that it was a buddy movie, but they had a, they established the characters. They were unique characters, and Shane Black wrote in a unique voice. Um, in fact, in, in many cases, Shane Black talks about being admiring Ben Hecht, Billy Wilder, and William Goldman. Well, Hecht was a novelist and a playwright who virtually invented the screwball comedies. He wrote His Girl Friday, but he also wrote like Hitchcock's Notorious. Wilder was a screenwriter, and he had been working in movies since the 20s in Germany. And the quality of his writing committed to screen Some Like It Hot, Stalag 17, The Brilliant Sunset Boulevard. But William Goldman is, is a novelist, and he and I actually got in an argument one time. Um, but needless to say, William Goldman wrote Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid and The Princess Bride. <gasps> Uh, and he also wrote movies such as The Marathon Man. They created smartly structured screenplays with intricate parts, plots, and parts, and characters who could actually give a damn about. Their stories contained suspense, humor, romance, and, and they didn't rely on bombastic special effects, but were interested in the human story. That goes back to what I've been saying in for many years, is your writing is not about the MacGuffin. Your writing is about the people. It is always, always, always about the people. It's not about the ray gun or the spaceship. It's about the people. A quick glance at some of the biggest grossing movies in the last 15 years does not bode well for the defense's case. While I freely admit that there is a great technical accomplishment, such movies such as Terminator, or actually the Terminator, that's correct, Aliens and Avatar, 
they were ruined by a poorly established lead protagonist, and that's all very true. Um, in fact, in the movie Avatar, I much preferred the uh, uh, female fighter pilot over our main character. So, the uh, do we really believe that Jake is the chosen one who will reunite the natives? No, but who cares? It all looks so pretty and the planet is so beautiful and there's an important uh, element of ecoism in the movie that it's, uh, but that's not what the stories are about. Cameron's screenplay for Titanic worked a lot better, aside from an assortment of cliche cutout characters, but the Romeo and Juliet romance was uh, really well done. Tim Burton has presided over some good films, and then some odd films that really were kind of poor, like Planet of the Apes. But anyway, um, then they have other movies, such as the End of the World movies by Roland Emmerich, such as Godzilla, Independence Day in 2012. And then you have Michael Bay's <clears throat> Transformers, which was an okay movie, but you never got a feeling that you were dealing with the characters. Were the robots the main characters? Was the young man and the girl the main characters? You never were sure. So the question is, has the, um, has the screenwriter been killed by, the, by Hollywood? Uh, I will go on to say, and I agree with this article, Hollywood is a boarding talent at birth and not allowing it to grow. Hollywood has gotten into the mode of when a young writer comes in and does his pitch, they'll say, well, what have you done before? What's on YouTube? What can we see? And your answer is, but this is my first script, and I'm trying to sell it to you. And then, no, 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 you have to have done all these other films first before we'll even look at your film. And likewise, novelists, can, novels continue to be adapted by Hollywood, but the penchant for unimaginative and unnecessary remakes and reboots and recycles and nah, 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 are not necessarily a bad thing if time is spent developing the project with decent writers who have a passion for the project, but basically they, um, they, they're not developing writers as they did in the past. Hollywood is not taking plays. Casablanca, which is a wonderful movie, by the way. Madeleine Lebeau, 92, just passed away. She was the last living member of the cast of Casablanca. But Casablanca, as a marvelous piece of, of filmmaking, was based on a play that was produced in New York and later was bought by people who worked in Hollywood and bought plays. That was their job. And they brought it to Hollywood to be produced. However, I say this, challenge the crayon-clutching audience rather than feeding their already shrinking firework-blinded Google box minds. You need to write something more than will attract uh, Emmerich or Bay. And I remember that guys that I work with in the industry wore t-shirts to say, you can't scare me, I work for Michael Bay. But perhaps the art of screenwriting is not dead after all. 
There is some amazing writing on screen at the moment, and it's not at the cinema. Absolutely true. Things like The Wire, Mad Men, Band of Brothers, The Sopranos, Six Feet Under, Deadwood, and uh, Penny Dreadful, Black Sails, all of these are marvelous writing. But it could be said that Hollywood is arguably bankrupt and the message is being taken across to the television screen. But one of the, the two things that I can take from this whole discussion is that to, you need to be a, a better writer and you write about people. Once you establish this, you can write about people, then the rest of the story falls into place. It doesn't matter what you're writing about. You can be writing a detective novel. You can be writing about science fiction. You can write about anything, but write about the people. So I want to give you an example. There is a, um, there was a marvelous, well, I won't say marvelous. There was, there was a little horror movie that was produced and for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called. It was either the, the Golden Road or the Yellow Brick Road or some such. But anyway, it was about this town that had gone off and down the trail and disappeared. And I pulled it up on Netflix thinking, this is a marvelous idea. It's a marvelous concept. A whole town packs, just gets up and walks down this trail and disappears into the woods. And so these kids are trying to film a documentary about it, and they go off down the trail and then they start disappearing. And I thought, well, that's an interesting idea until I started watching the movie and was immediately unenthralled with it because the movie wasn't about the people. The movie was about finding and dealing with this road. And although that's the MacGuffin of the story, That is um, – yeah, I can't uh, – yeah. Um, but uh, it's – it was a – it was – the movie fell apart because the movie wasn't about people. The movie was about going down a road. Okay, I got that, but that's not about people. When you write your stories, write it about people. What do the people do? How do the people react? Take the MacGuffin out of the equation, whether it's a haunted house or it's a uh, haunted forest or whatever, take that out of the equation and start writing about the people. So having gone through that, I, I just want you to kind of understand that the case has been made that has Hollywood finally killed the screenwriter, and I don't believe the case for the prosecution was able to prove their case, but I do believe there are weaknesses in Hollywood that are, um, that are really showing through with the current movies. Um, there are some exceptions to this. Uh, and when you see the exceptions, you note them, and they become powerful. Um, one of the most interesting exceptions to this was um, the new Ryan Phillips movie, 
um, Deadpool that did a lot of very innovative things. And interestingly enough, the uh, this writer that wrote it um, Uh, the writer that wrote it, well, it's listed, there's actually two, four writers listed under the list at IMDb, Rhett Rees, Paul Wernick, Fabian, Fabian Nakiza, and Rob Liefeld. Um, and then they have this odd notation, which I don't understand, that they say character. So you have few people listed writing the scripts, the other two people writing characters. So if I use the normal basis of more than one writer on a movie, and there were probably more than four, uh, usually it turns out to be a piece of crap, but in this case it did actually turn out to be a fairly reasonable script. Uh, Mr. Rees is a well-known, uh, has many, many movies to his credit, and wrote a fantastic little movie called Zombieland. But even though Zombieland, that's a good, another good example, Zombieland um, as a short which was, it became a TV short. But all of these things, um, as, a, as a movie, he concentrated on the characters. What did the characters do? How did the characters act in these situations? So it's just something to think about here. Uh, again, if you want to join the conversation, it's 724-444-7444, and the call-in ID number is 110096. And we're here every Sunday. John is also available on Facebook under Two Script Guys. Uh, he is, you can email him at twoscriptguys at gmail.com. John also has a site, twoscriptguys.com, and you can go there and look at the services that Two Script Guys provides. Uh, we provide uh, not only uh, basic screenwriting services, we also provide uh, career coaching and um, script analysis. So go to the site, take a look, see if you want to order any of the, any of the services. John also has a, uh, you can also ask John free uh, questions at um, allexperts.com. And um, so if you go to allexperts.com and you search under my name, love it. You will find me under the screenwriting and writing section, and you can ask me questions, and I will answer them for free. Um, so having said all that, um, I want you all to have a nice weekend. And uh, just remember, we're here at TalkShoe every Sunday, unless I say otherwise. You can also find me on Facebook, and, get, and uh, you can uh, like uh, like me on Facebook, and we can you can follow along. The, and I always I always share uh, various things that I've found on the net about screenwriting for authors. So, why are you listening to me? Go write. Thank you. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.